0: A real intro now that we've got a lot of banter on,
1: yeah. Welcome to Making the Dough Show, yeah. That's what uh, we're called, yeah. I'm John Cohn, I'm Nate Sue Murray. All right, so yeah. we're, we're now post Comic Con, yes. We had survived, yeah. We had it last, uh, or two weeks ago, I guess. Now, uh-huh. and uh, I'm we just were talking, I'm getting ready to fly over to Indianapolis, yeah, for Gen Con, it's mm-hmm. just a day away, yeah. So that's um, there's a word for that, it's not exciting. <laughs> There's, there there's is a
0: word. Yeah, there's always traveling. So I get travel. I wish. I, here's what my happy place would be. I schedule a vacation. And I, it doesn't matter to where. Pick your favorite place in the world. But I schedule it, and it's gonna be a ten day vacation. And then the day before, I can't go. <laughs> and I'd be so happy. I don't know what it is, but I get very anxious about travel, and I hate it. And, yeah. I, and then, so if you were like, to go to. Bali for 10 days, and would be like, yeah, six months from now and the day before, like, I'd be like, oh, I'd rather just spend 10 days with my cat, you know, like, I, I get scared. But Gen Con, Gen Con. Uh, you're there a
1: long time. I am. We'll be there, I think, five days. Yeah, it's a long, it's a well, long time. I've got, I've got a few meetings set mm-hmm. up. I've got about somewhere between seven and nine meetings Okay. set up.
0: That's that's a. If you weren't in the business, that would sound like a lot. Yeah. If being us, that's, you know, that that's actually a light schedule. It's pretty light. Yeah.
1: Um, But they're all good things, I think. Um, They're all either development Mm -hmm. meetings with somebody I'm co-designing a game with, or they're meetings with a company who has asked to meet with me to potentially have me design something for them. So. So it's exciting both of those are cool
0: yeah how far you've come in two three gen cons from cold calling and and cranking all these prototypes to uh, you know getting calls requests for work instead it's um,
1: (laughs) what a nice nice life it's a little surreal I'll be honest it was also a little surreal being at comic con and being on a panel yeah, um, that was yeah. very, very exciting. Definitely something to check off the bucket list.
0: Yeah, so you were on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles gaming
1: panel. Right, right. So we talked a bit about uh, Munchkin TMNT, which is mm-hmm. coming out, uh, I think, next month now. That's great. And then uh, we talked about the other new uh, Adventures games, mm-hmm. uh, TMNT, but my, my big thing was I brought my, my picture that I drew of Krang when I was five yeah, years old. That's awesome. That my mom hung up on our wall. And I took it down and I brought it. And at the very end of the panel, I said, okay, everybody, I've got a very special Comic-Con exclusive art mm-hmm. piece to, uh, to unveil just to you. And everyone literally, they were... Aw- Holding hold- their breath. gasped. <gasps> yeah. And then those gasps quickly turned to chuckles as I lifted up a really shitty drawing of Krang. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that, that, was a really, that was a high point for me.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I
1: hope they do get
0: Krang into the game soon. Um, I know from personal conversations with Kevin that he had mechanics for Krang. Mm. So really neat. If you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles player, uh, the main bosses, Shredder has a extra power above everyone else uh, in his hand management. And Krang, because of his smarts, played differently um and it was it's a like i once kevin told me how krang played i was like how do you beat that and i was super excited so i hope they're doing that yeah yeah yeah. um so that's good so you got to you did a panel um i did did very little i I did (laughs) meetings it was my lightest load of comic-con uh had a birthday that we just completely ignored essentially and and um Got in and out as little as possible. So it was a pretty pretty nice, light show. Saw, saw some friends. Yeah. Uh, we had celebrity encounters. I was uh, brusquely pushed out of the way by Joss Whedon. Yeah. No yeah. offense to him. Or, uh, by any means, he was just hustling. We happened to be near the exit door that the Stars use, and he was going through the quietest booth, which at the time was IW Games. But he cut between me and Ross Thompson talking, just sprinting out to avoid the fandom. Um it's pretty yeah. cool. It was, it was funny. It was, I wouldn't have noticed if Ross hadn't, but then, yeah. And you met... Uh, uh, I met Mitch. I met yeah.
1: Mike Mitchell. Mike from, Mitchell. Uh, Most people, I think, at this point know him from Doughboys, his yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's where I found him. I, I knew him back when he was on a sketch comedy show called The Birthday Boys. Right. And they did this series of videos where it was all the same video, but they just changed the names. Yeah. And he's this spaceman named Woosh, and he comes to wish you a happy birthday. Yes. And then whenever he's going to say the person's name, a spaceship flies in front of his mouth, and there's a recording. It's like, yo... Nate happy yes. birthday you're cool yeah. and I do this I send this to everyone I know. yes you've sent it to me I send it to everyone on their birthdays yeah. it's a thing I've been doing for like five years now I'm very excited to always do it I, th- I always have a great time and then I met I met him I met Woosh that's amazing yeah. um, and so now I've been sending birthday messages to my friends not just the video but also saying happy birthday from me and Woosh and I'm sending oh, the picture of us good. together Yeah, that's it feels really good. a little Self congratulatory yeah. on someone else's birthday, but, but also they they get the joke too. Yeah. They've gotten yeah. multiple whoosh videos from me over the years, so they they know it's a it's an exciting. It's a bit. It's yeah, a bit. It's, it is. Yeah, it's very funny. So that's that's going great. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. And so now in Gen Con, as far as Brendan, we should probably talk about our own business. Here. We should. We should. So you'll be meeting with Erica mm-hmm. for Front of Me Games. I always call her Front of Me Games because I am terrified of saying her name. Boyoris Hayes. Uh, Her Twitter is Freddy Games, uh, and so she's got a prototype that you you two will be testing out there. Right, our Betty Payne yes. game. Um, so that's very exciting.
1: Okay. A game again about air combat against eldritch foes. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah it's a little. T- it's got some unique twists. Yep. Um, and we'll see. And a dog. And a dog. We added a dog. <laughs> an dog. I can't. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, did we have that conversation we about the, the mechanics conversation? We okay. did. We yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to refresh anyone who hasn't heard an episode we never released from a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah you're, uh, right, you're right. It may not have ever been released. <laughs> Erica and I, in development talks on this game, decided whether or not there could be a push-your-luck factor of the, uh, the, the heroes essentially killing humans with uh, friendly fire. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. And then one of the heroes has an NPC dog... And we're like, can a dog die? And I was like, oh my god, no, never. I know. So that's that's. Uh, I think that's where almost everyone's like gut reactions go. And so that' pretty good. But it's good. The dog's got a really cool mechanic for dealing with zombies. Um, I'm pretty proud of it. And that was something we came up with on, on a dev talk. So I hope she has it working for you. And yeah. Uh, do we have any other bread and circuses out there, Theo? Um, You're gonna try and do some pun pong, pong.
1: I am. So we we've funded. We'd already funded before, but we've got a couple more backers now. Um, (laughs) Killing the game Killing it (laughs) We got a few more backers Yeah Uh, Yeah no I'm going to be doing Some promotional stuff I'm going to shoot A game Just of me and Sen um, Mm Play yeah pun pong at gen con and we'll post that up soon and then also just to kind of try to get general promotion um, i'm going to talk to some people that are friends of ours that are folks within the game community yeah and uh, just see if i can do some punning not necessarily mm-hmm. in the context of the game but just do some punning with them and, sure. and capture it on video yeah. and so that we have just more pun content
0: yeah and i, I think it's funny too if they just Tell you no, and you can get that on video. We Absolutely. could like if we can quote. I think it's Rob uh, Daval who hates puns, like viscerally hates them. I can't remember if it's him or Eric Lang, but I know in a Twitter exchange, like one of them just. Hate, so if you could talk to that person and get him, just say this is a, the stupidest game I've ever seen. I still that's great content. So Absolutely, ho- hopefully it'll be fun. And some people will feel that way about puns because they are a very sp- specific form of humor. It-
1: it is it's, it's a little uh, monopolarizing <laughs>
0: oh you got it in there I think you've done that one though you, you did that one you did that yeah. one in our oh, campaign okay. video oh in the campaign video very good okay <laughs> we bought a sell sheet continues
1: great yeah uh, yeah 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 oh speaking of because we're we're recording right now at, at IDW and I'm looking yes. over at uh, Mask of the Red Death mm-hmm. yeah great game it finally came out I got to play it this weekend yeah Uh it's a great game yeah i had a great time playing it
0: yeah i really hoping people latch on to this one uh it's it's in the it's a really high player count game so it goes to seven uh but it's still like a strategy it's not a categories right. or cards against humanity you a can lot play of deduction with, yeah yeah but but no traitor more um this the game is you're at the it's after the story from Ed so you're at the ball. Right. And you're trying to gain favor with everyone and opulent and showing off. Popular. You want to be popular. Uh, and then at, at the end, death comes and, and strikes down
1: most, if not all of you sometimes. Right. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to balance between gaining popularity and figuring out which of the seven rooms he's mm-hmm. going to be in um, over the hour of midnight to 1am. Right. And he's going to visit two rooms for every 10 minutes and yeah. you want to not be in those rooms. So it's a balance between trying to gain information and trying to uh, become popular. Yeah. And we had an absolute blast. Oh, that's we had great. players, you that. know, we have players who are not the most uh, quick learners. Yeah, They pick this up. Uh, immediately that's great you know that's that's always a big concern for me when I'm introducing games um, also is you know what kind of downtime is there mm-hmm. there's very little downtime because you're pretty much always doing stuff simultaneously uh, it, it kind of reminded me of if Mysterium was fun <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. yeah. I'll,
0: I'll give you that. Yeah, we've mentioned before, neither of us fans of that particular game.
1: Yeah. yeah. Del- Delaney has, by the way, said since we made her aware of all the faults in that game, it has ruined it for her.
0: Oh, I hate doing that. Like, yeah. I'm bad. I'm one of those people who does that. I'll point it out and I'm just, oh. Yeah. Amanda got mad at me yesterday because I read uh, Dog Stars, her favorite book. And uh, the the first half of the book is very good. It's a post-apocalyptic. The second half of that book is very bad. Oh. Um, and there's one part in particular where they're uh, preparing a plane. And this man ha- who's lived alone a lot, he has a two-seater. Uh, no, it's not a two-seater. It's like a four-seater. But uh, they're doing the math and the calculations. And he's with this woman and her father. And... It becomes this dark, ominous tone for about twenty pages that the father is not going to be able to get on the plane due to weight. Oh. And then all that happens is, yeah, he didn't get on the plane during the initial takeoff. They just pick him up down the road. <laughs> now this is extra bad because if there was, he was doing all these weight calculations and this and that. But what he should have done is not taken the woman with him either, because that was the most dangerous takeoff. And then picked her up there, and it just it fell apart from there. But it was just mm-hmm. like making you hang and like the stakes were nothing Uh, and so but I I wanted to point one thing out to her about that book and she wouldn't let me because she knows I have that tendency to drill down and so I'm, I'm sorry we ruined that for her, but it's not a good game, so it should be ruined. And if yeah. that means you don't have to play it anymore, then it's a win. It's true. It's true. Yeah. We almost,
1: she was trying to get us to buy it, and then I was like, well, we'll play it first. And boy, am I like, glad we played it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. That does not need to add to our shows.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, you said you had some game biz to discuss. Oh, you want do. To bring do up? I have a
1: game? I have a topic for us to discuss. About the nature deep. of board games. Wow. Yes. Deep. <laughs> I want to talk about, because this is something that I've heard so many people get up in arms on BGG and on on the subreddit of board games and tabletop Mm -hmm. design. The difference, and we've talked about this a bit, the difference between what people consider a game versus Mm -hmm. an activity. Sure. Um, A couple of examples of people that, of games that get considered as activities frequently are Betrayal at the House on the Hill. I would agree with that. um, And the Fallout board game.
0: Okay, I have people, not played People so. talk
1: about the Fallout board game a lot as an activity more mm-hmm. than an actual game. Sure. And, and here's the thing. I, it is always said as a... Just assumed, like right out the gate, that that is a negative thing. Right. I, I don't know that it is a negative thing. I don't know. No. What, is your, what is your feeling on this?
0: I'm totally okay with playing activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would lump in, like, if you play uh, Super Fight... Yeah, is an activity uh, it's not a game sure. By any uh, um, uno is almost an activity uh, not a game love letter things like this that have very few decision points right. that that could should I write a basic AI would everything have played out the same yeah um, and, and I'm fine betrayal like is an activity because the goals are, not clear at the beginning, and then random, and then a thing happens, and you and you laugh, and that's fine. Yeah. So I I'm totally okay with activities. I when they're someone's favorite thing, I get somewhat tired because I like to think and critically think, but um, not not
1: bad to have them in the space by any means. Okay, that's that's good because I feel like knee jerk reactions tend to be like. If it's not a game, like what I consider a game, Mm -hmm. it's not worth playing because Mm -hmm. it's not this level of competitive or it doesn't have this level of Mm -hmm. strategy of this or that. And, you know, like it made me think about it because I was like, all right. Yeah. what are board games like why do we play board games right. we play it so that we can hang out with each other and have a, a shared experience sure and i feel like more often than not you know uh, for me when i want to have people over for a board game that's my way of saying like let's all hang out and have fun and do stuff together mm-hmm. and the board game becomes the the context for why we're hanging out right so you know like if we if everybody was fine to just come over and like do coloring books with me like that's I'd be down for that too. That's sure. an activity. Um, so, so when I kind of look at it, I don't initially see like the big downside when people are like, "Oh, this game's more of an activity." I get it if you are going into something that you want to have a very competitive experience, mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe you're going to be a little disappointed that it didn't play out that way. Right. But you know, maybe maybe there's um, an opportunity here rather than something that we are going to quantify certain games as bad because they are. More, I, I find also more storytelling, storytelling, sorry, storytelling-driven sorry, storytelling games right. tend to be labeled as activities more often. And maybe this is because I've got a couple of games that are more storytelling yeah. coming out that I've been trying to think about this a lot. Right. You know, is what makes that person disappointed when they discover sure. that this is a, a game that is more about having an experience with your friends that you laugh and have some crazy weird stuff happen mm. and some weird player interactions... And at the end of the game, maybe you won, maybe you didn't, but maybe that's not the point. Right, and I, and I do
0: think you need to you you need to to know that going in. Yeah, um, you need to know when to set aside the competitiveness. As i as I'm getting older, I'm getting very good at that. I used to be very competitive about everything, and now I can I can lose games and and. I almost never win anymore because, again, in the games industry, everyone—it's always beaten eight. So, uh, so I've learned to laugh at myself and and things like that. But you know, I think Betrayal is a great example because there is a lot to that that says it's a game. It has health trackers and mental trackers and five billion tokens. So, it would, the problem with Betrayal that people may not like is that it is very much appearing to be a game, and it is certainly not. And right. so, we played it once. And we did not have a good, we were mad. And then I was in a funny mood and I was like, no, 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 let's do it again. And then I started to kind of overact and narrate and flip the lights on and off and do spooky stuff. Mm -hmm. And we all cackled and laughed and we had a great time. And so it was just the promise of the premise with betrayal. Maybe that may be the biggest one where it's not obvious that you're not playing a game. Right. and And that might be why people dislike uh, betrayal, but so, you know like a cards against humanity is an activity yeah. um, you are not you 're not good at guards against humanity and if you think you are here, do this experiment uh play with the variant where you add one random card from the deck and uh, count the points at the end. The deck will have as many points as any player uh that that 's it and and that 's okay. I play a lot of cards against humanity, and I know people have are going ugh. Uh, but at the same time, it's a silly thing. And again, I, I know what I'm getting into and I, I, I read them in my Chuck Woolery, you know, surveys, it's kind of voice and we, we ham it up and that, that makes it okay. And that someone can, it's nice to have activities in your collection mm-hmm. so that when your friends show up and they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't play board games. And you're like, Oh, I gotcha. I, I don't bring out. a a very complicated thing for people who are you know grandma's over we played but it's like oh well I have code names which actually is a game but uh, it's a very good game it's very competitive yeah and very competitive but simple rule sets and so it's there's the right thing activity or game for all occasions
1: yeah what what do you think about because I know everybody's got you know every game you go on the BGG and it's got that list of like Mm -hmm. oh these are the types of mechanics you're going to find in this game I'm wondering if we should have something that's, that's similar to that, maybe even on the side of a box or something that tells you like what kind of an experience that you're getting yourself into. I know that some games give you a, a general sense, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just trying to feel like a, a we, there's getting so many uh, games out now and people's right. expectations yeah. are always one thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And and with board games, I feel like it's still kind of one of the big unknowns of like, I'm going to look at this because it looks cool. I've heard good things. The art is fun and it looks like it's got some like cool components or cool mechanisms that I think uh, could be fun. Sure. But until you sit down and play that game, you know, it's hard to really tell what kind of an experience you have. Even if I'm going to watch, like I watched the video Rules for Mask of the Red Death. Sure. I thought I had figured out how that game worked i had no idea how the game worked until we sat down and played it right and then it was like oh well this leapfrog so so in that game when you're gaining popularity and if someone else is like if you're at four and the next person's at five you're one point up skips them and goes to six and all of a sudden it was like whoa there are so many really cool player interactions i could do here suddenly this game has a take that element Mm -hmm. that was never conveyed to me until i was halfway through the game
0: Right. Uh, Yeah,
1: you know, and if and so like, if that's your jam, or if that's something that you hate, I don't know. I feel like there should be an easier way for you to be able to know that stepping into the game.
0: Yeah, and I I have seen recently. I saw it the first time at at Target actually. um, Someone kind of put in the player key. There's always age time uh, and, and player count. Mm, right. But I saw them actually put some mechanics in that graphic. And that is probably a wise thing because I know I think for me, if, if the game is based off voting, for example, um, typically it's not a game I'm going to like just mm-hmm. because uh, people don't vote for me. Um, they, again, it's the beat Nate conundrum. Right. And so, uh, so listing the mechanics when we have to put them on board game vehicle, when you, as a professional, when you send a solicit out to the buyer's, you have to list four or five mechanics. And so, yeah, it may be interesting to say area control. Take that, you know, card, card-driven card game on there somewhere. Right, Clear. right. It is. It, <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, unless you go into, like, a BGG and you go down and, and you look at from the list of what they give you. And so sometimes right. there are things, I think, that say storytelling. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, I don't know, it, it doesn't necessarily convey to me... That, that activity where, where you're going to have some people that are disappointed because they sat down and they're playing something that, that they feel is more of an activity than a game uh, I don't know, I just feel like there should be a, a, a better way to like kind of <coughs> parse them out Where when you go and see an R-rated movie you know why it's rated R right you know right. it yeah. tells you right there um, I don't know, I don't, know. I, I, the, yeah. I don't really have a conclusion to this <coughs> right Well, now, but, I think it's coming because if you see it at
0: Target which is where uninformed buyers are buying games, right? That's where games are getting picked up just because of how they look or, sure. or whatever. And, and so if Target's starting to realize that and that sales are being improved by adding mechanics, then it will spread throughout. A good idea spreads. Yeah. So I think, I, I think you're on to something. You'll see that.
1: I mean, you get, you've got, what, 5,000 games coming out of here now? right you know yeah, yeah, yeah. where we are rapidly just like with the movie industry we're rapidly sure. moving into a place where you can't just go to blockbuster and look at the box cover and be like this is what i'm gonna do today right
0: um yeah there was a time where we'd seen every movie yeah yeah people and, are more informed now
1: um, mm-hmm. and they should be able to make more informed decisions without right. having to watch necessarily a 45 minute sit down shut up video right um yeah. you know that, that, that shouldn't have to be a barrier for, for buying a game or, or at least being like hmm I'm interested in this game this right. looks interesting to me this looks intriguing but what is it how does it play yeah is my group of friends going to enjoy this exactly and, and these are all as you and I as the game buyers workers and
0: all that we're the ones who have to uh, do all that dang research because we are the, the game purchasers
1: yeah yeah, yeah so. it, it would make it a lot easier I think. If I could look at a a game and look at the back of the box and be like, okay, this has some light hand management, this has some worker placement, and it's got a little bit of take that. I think my team is going to think this is a fun game.
0: Yeah. And where is it on the... I think, like, on the weight scale, like, I I look at that on Board Game Geek, a one-to-five weighted game. Yeah. I want to be about two, two two-and-a-half was where I... it's where I live. It's a sweet spot. That's a sweet spot, so... So yeah, no, that that's good, and maybe we can talk about that for our own releases and waiting them, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I first we'll noticed it. Yeah, I
1: was watching a review for Fallout video, but also I was looking because we just announced my my Dragon Ball Z game right. over nine thousand, and I was looking at the mechanics they listed, and it was like bluffing, and I was like, okay, um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one was player elimination, and I was like, nope, that's straight up not in this game. <laughs> and then the next one was um, trying to trying to figure stuff out yeah. uh, deduction deduction. And okay. I was like, "Kind of." There we go. There you okay. go. Okay, all right. Hmm. But yeah, the other two, I was like, "Those don't really apply." Yeah. Um, what does apply? How mm. would I describe this game mechanically to somebody who's like, mm, "I'm interested in this game. What is it?" Without straight up explaining the entire game. To
0: me. Sure yeah log lines yeah you know elevator pitches all these these are what uh, what we always need yeah absolutely and
1: and yes I'm aware before anybody comes in and jumps in and says yes board game keep does this yes I know board game keep does this I'm talking about people in brick and mortar stores or you're on Amazon or you're you know yeah, con, Amazon
0: is certainly the worst. I mean, the listings, you, you go to Amazon not to browse. You go no. to buy what you need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, for the target buyer, for the mass that we, you know that's
1: growing, yeah, right. can they pick
0: it up and see trick-taking, set collection? Right,
1: right. I mean, you know. not to mention, you've got to have like a PhD just to understand how to navigate Board Game Geek. The website. that well, I mean, is, is a painful website. The yeah. casual person who's looking in to see if they're going to find a game, like, good luck if you even find it. Oh yeah. If it's yeah. not on the hotness. Yeah. It's difficult to find out what you're doing on that website. It's very poorly put together. Yeah, not
0: how, not not very modern, but very useful and a huge database. So they yep. do a great job of keeping it up. But they do. They, they do. It just, you know. Yeah.
1: It just. I feel like we should have an easier rating system that that yeah. kind of shows you. What, you, what you're what looking at yeah all right. that's, all, that's all I had on that's, that that's, that's all that's I wanted to talk about there yeah, that was good that was good yeah um, a little bit of a rant a little bit that yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. worried because I have games coming up that people are going to say is an activity and I don't want them to think like they're getting their hopes up and expecting a really challenging Deep, challenging adventure yeah, yeah like sure. no this is a game that's 15 minutes and should end with everyone feeling like they had a real silly time nice alright there you go but, yeah yeah, yeah, it's just conveying that. How do you convey that on the box to somebody who you haven't already talked to? You know? Yeah, uh, we will we'll, we'll have an answer, a definitive answer. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find. We'll make our own scale. Yeah, yeah. Starting with pun pong and going toward yeah a, a game. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll write it in our own language too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's we'll right. come up we'll, with everything. We'll 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 standardize the industry. <laughs> that'll be that'll be excellent. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do
1: it all in Esperanza.
0: Yeah, and. In, in other fun uh, stuff for Bread and Circuses, maybe we we're starting to branch out in other content. We, that was always the plan, not just games. That's true. Uh, you contacted me about a story editor. I did. Uh, for a project. I did. Uh, and you have 170 pages. Now, I didn't tell you this when we, we were going back and forth through digital. Uh, you have 170 pages written
1: just a prose a prose yeah now
0: I can take <laughs> five pages of prose and that's definitely a comic issue <laughs> just an FYI to you uh, if said, it's if I've it's, it's graphic straight graphic novel, novel. <laughs> yeah no yeah but, but I, I just uh, so so one of your more uh, another one of your ambitious John Kahn productions
1: uh, I don't know how to do it any other way yeah I like like legitimately, it's it, if it, if I want to do something, I'm just gonna go out and I'm gonna to try to find the way to get it done. Sure, I, I, I don't know the other way to do it. So yeah. yeah, I wrote I wrote a apparently a very long script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but you you would ask
0: when should someone edit? And yes. My my advice to you and if you're listening and have, are are is uh, comic scripting is very specific in that you plan. There's different styles, but this modern style is certainly to plan out. Like a page would say, uh, page one, nine panels. Panel one, you know, character looks looks at X, dialogue for character A, dialogue for character Y. And that would be how you would lay out one panel. And then you'd do that nine times to complete a page. Right. And so my suggestion was, dear God, don't start doing that before you... Uh, edit some or bring someone else in to look at this yeah. because it, it will be mu- the ripple effect and the pain to have gone that far and then to decide to change would be much more painful than just uh, getting someone to look at it now figure out what good beats are maybe find where trades would would break and sure. things like that so. sure
1: yeah yeah yep. so
0: I, I will look forward and, and maybe we'll see some pages on the website maybe i'll maybe. fix the website that, maybe that's we'll... i could add that to my list of things to do well
1: well fix or put up is it, are we or is our website even live
0: i don't think it is so <laughs> and i can't figure out the problem is i can't figure out why and we're paying for it or i'm paying for it someone's paying for it and it's built and it's pretty and i like it
1: oh well, yeah we um, should be able to be posting
0: stuff. So and I, i've tied it to the thing i've done all the you know how sometimes your router doesn't work and you turn off and on or or your xbox runs you through eight steps yeah i did all the fucking steps man they're all green (laughs) and there's no website kind of driving me insane so i'll i'll I'll, I'll get that going so i will revisit that that'll be my that'll be my action for the week
1: yeah yeah well may hey while you're in gen
0: con i'll i'll be in Web doctoring.
1: Well, we've talked about doing all sorts of different things on our website and having it be a very open place. Yeah, where stuff, we, so. we post
0: projects. You got your your comic. I'm trying to yeah. uh, trying to do some fun stuff. You know, we'll, we'll save that for a longer discussion. But sure. I got some some irons in the fire. Nice. You know, yeah. So
1: well, you know, we talked about if the if the publishing end of this gargantuan comic ends up not not being possible. Because right. right now I'm looking at it as like. Big bound books, not as yeah. like twenty-six sure. page trades. I am looking at it as like those omnibus style things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even yeah, as yeah, a four
0: part twenty-six pages would be. This is we'll, we'll have more conversations on comics on.
1: Is that not how many pages comic books are? No, nah,
0: you can't even do twenty-six because you have to print by fours. Oh yeah, well, They're typically twenty reduced from twenty-two years ago. Jeez, yeah. no, there is no but way. With back matter, you are getting twenty-eight total. Really exciting stuff. Welcome to panel not making the anything, panel right?
1: not enough happens I feel, well I feel like that's a story issue I don't think enough happens per 20 pages of comic to, to justify that being it's own full bookended thing it's and just not enough it's in the context well, of That's that, of that
0: could be why the market is softening right now and that's something to look at um, yeah. there's people going so I think you're smart when you talked about possibly posting pages on the web right. first, right, and then going to print and collecting. And I think that's a really successful modern model.
1: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that was the hope is is it can maybe drive some traffic to our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you're there reading a free comic, you're mm-hmm. also maybe going to take a look over what games we're doing, totally, or whatever else we're doing. Yeah, whatever else we get into. Yeah, and, and that way also it can be. A little bit more, just on a timely manner, where it's just like, oh yeah, I've got a, a bundle of pages that feel complete now, instead of having to wait a year for totally. someone to put it out. it's no, good. Just put it out myself. Yeah. I, I don't go into this with the. I, I we've already talked about this. I have the completely different perspective of you. I go into this purely because I want cool shit to exist. Yeah, that's, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I'm, and I'm just here to cash out. Just here long enough to get a check to clear that's big enough.
1: Uh, Yeah. I can can vanish. I mean money's great but mostly I want money so that I can put it into other projects to make more cool stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I do okay with the day job. I don't need necessarily to make a bunch of money on the supplementary stuff. Anything I'm making on games goes directly into plane tickets to go to these cons all the time. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm still operating at a massive loss here <laughs> because of the, uh, well, not initial. even, not even with three oh, okay. just even just, just planes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if we should talk about how much uh, a designer makes yeah. for not a much. game, but yeah. the answer is not it's, much. it's, it's, it's enough for like a plane ticket.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's getting worse too, because you're not, you're not seeing reprints and residuals mm-hmm. that you were before because a game has got to pop so hard to get, you know, to get you the money you want. So right, right. Don't get in this for money. Says no. the guy who's in this for money.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, uh, I I am in this to make cool stuff. There you go. And I also want to make cool stuff. Yeah.
0: But I, I see an end date to me. Sure. Making it. Sure. And that is. I exit strategy is an important thing to me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I've I'll, gotten
1: to get some good advice from you on, yeah. on this, and I was just I I I, I get, can't really talk about why, but. This is really exciting. I just got to have a long meeting with Tom Waltz. Who yeah, very is cool. He's a pretty legendary writer in the, in the uh, comic industry. W
0: group editor. Yeah. Writes Turtles, which is just the best ongoing book for... How many issues it is now? 89 80 or something, like something that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It, it is... The best continuous run. It's so freaking cool. It
1: has been. It's been yeah. really excellent. So he's a,
0: Tom's a master of world building. Mm-hmm. Uh, he built video game worlds before. right? Um, some that hadn't seen the light of day, unfortunately. Very sad. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that got, was
1: real depressing. I got to look through that Bible. It was probably a thousand pages. I got yeah. to look through that one day. Yeah. Just he, he had built a game for a foreign developer. And then after four years of working on it, they canned the game.
0: Yeah. And kind of an overnight and kind yeah. of uh, log on to the Friday call and, and nobody's there and yeah. this is something true of video games and in, in the ruthlessness to that industry I have I've dealt with some and there's <laughs> like you get the email at 9.15 when you've been on hold since 9 and it's just uh, just FYI the whole team's been laid off <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> like Oh, okay Great. so if you want to get into
1: video games uh, yeah really yeah that, that's what you could deal with so well I, so. I have also been told uh, by a, another game designer who's been in the industry a little longer than I have he was asking me how many games I have currently signed and mm-hmm. I told him I've got like eight or nine games signed that are supposed to come out in the next two years and he very matter-of-factly came back with well less than half of those are actually going to come out sure sure and I went well, I'm sorry what
0: yep excuse
1: excuse me yeah Um, yeah obviously I still only have the one game out right now I've got Mm. Turtles coming out next month but um, I sure hope that's not the case
0: well yeah (laughs) I I talk to designers all the time we get their games given back and we may give games back and Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of it all yeah so yeah
1: that um, it certainly certainly puts a little bit of perspective into putting a lot of effort into something (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you should enjoy the effort if you're doing this. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. Like if you're a writer, you, you like writing. So yeah. whether, you know, if one person reads it or a thousand, obviously the economics there are better or worse, but you still got to write the thing. Right. Um, so that's good. Right. Um, I may throw up, a, if I get the website working, I'll throw up a short story I'm submitting to a, uh, to a, to a company. I'll throw that Ooh, up there. Yeah. It's about alcoholic cats in space. Perfect. Yeah. I actually may have you take a look at that after this, cause I need to figure out the, it's incorrectly written
1: oh well
0: what does that mean layout wise i need some you'll see It's journal entries from a cat
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah yeah, that's
0: the thing i wrote i had time whatever um but i I should have you look at that and tell me formatting issues so
1: okay so you go so all right
0: well we've got other stuff to do it sounds like so what you know before we do that what what you've been doing this week what's good (laughs)
1: we're gonna you know what i'm gonna change what i was gonna talk about i was gonna talk about i'm also
0: changing so that's good i
1: I was gonna talk about how i started re-watching the dead zone yeah um and i I was wondering if it holds up and here's the thing i don't think it was good to begin with (laughs) so it's like oh did it hold up i don't think it held to begin with but i still love it i still think it's great but that's actually not the thing i want to talk about okay i want to talk about castle rock I want to talk okay. about something that hasn't going to be cool. so already was... way over by the time right, I discuss right. it. Yeah. Uh, we, they have the first three episodes they released at once on Hulu. Okay. Um, and we're really enjoying it. It's So smart. So they only released three. Mm-hmm. And then they're going nice. to do one each week. Okay. Going off there. The streaming sites are getting smarter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really great way to do it, especially with a show that's a J.J. Abrams style show. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't know, it's a J.J. Abrams produced. So it's, it's that kind of mystery. But mm-hmm. it takes place in the actual Stephen King town uh, in his sure, fiction is, of Castle yeah. Rock. And so we're dealing with real characters from Stephen King books. We're re- dealing with like half of it takes place in Shawshank Prison. Oh, cool. Um, but none of it is written by Stephen King. Interesting. Uh, it's written by... Just uh, been it's, playing in his sandbox. Exactly. Fun. Um, but it's got that Abrams mystery, you know? Mm. And so, But the interesting thing about this is that it's paced very differently, where they're setting up these mysteries, and then they're paying them off either end of the episode or like beginning of next episode. Uh, for some of them, some of them are, you know, obviously It'll a lot a longer, longer form. Longer arcs, sure. But this is something that I haven't really seen with a Lost-style show sure. um, from from JJ before, and it's a cool it's a cool thing to be able to have your mysteries pay off for once.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I've gotten texts from several people, so I'm gonna check it out. A little bit of a sore spot. It's probably why Lock and Key didn't go through on Hulu. It's
1: Yeah, we've had that talk behind closed doors. Yeah,
0: but luckily the ink is finally dry with Netflix. Uh, About a month ago it broke that Netflix picked up lock and key, but that was actually not true. They were just hardly, like, they were very close, but it was Mm. not, you know, done. And now it is officially done, so. Great. um, I. A lot of the original cast is in. I don't. I think this will be the third pilot that will have to be shot for it. Unfortunately. Oh boy. Um. So the there's an interesting amount of small peop, of handful of people in the world who will have seen three pilots for Lock and Key. What?
1: Well, uh, uh, do you know? Probably ten or less. Do you know <laughs> if they're gonna keep Andy Muschietti as as director on that? They are not. They're not. They're moving someone else. They're definitely not. huh
0: Yeah, or almost certainly not. From what okay. I, from what I read. So the news. This is new. This is this week's news. But anyway, uh, yeah, that long and sordid tale. Uh, but Lock and Key, great comic. Check it out. Yeah, and you'll be watching it on Netflix soon. Yeah. So cool, Castle Rock. I'll check it out. I have no bad blood, Joe. You know, Joe's happy as dad's getting that check and. And uh, if if that wasn't clear, Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King. and So it it is believed by some of us that uh, Hulu didn't want two shows set in the upper northeast from Father and Son. Yeah. So they wanted to focus more on Castle Rock because they have a whole Castle Rock universe planned. They're gonna right. do several shows out of this. Right. This is not just a one off show, it will be the the Kingverse.
1: Yeah, I think they're planning on taking it over to Derry as well and doing doing a bunch of different things. Yeah. So there you go. That that seems to be the trajectory of it. Cool. Yeah. And and uh, and then Robin will come in and he'll say, Fuck man. Oh god, that trailer was so <laughs> brutal.
0: That was a brutal trailer. <laughs> if you want to just send me spinning off, a lot of great trailers drop over Comic Con. Uh, Shazam! Mm. Hey, Looks do you want do you want to reboot
1: Big but yeah. add a superhero? Um, so you, you, yes, I do. Do you want you want to you want to hear something? This is something that only only you're going to care about because you uh-huh. know Delaney. I may, I wanted to watch Big after the Shazam trailer. Yeah, she'd never seen Big. Holy yeah, whoa yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Problematic <laughs> has not aged great. No, lots of problems. Yeah, lots of problems. Lots of problems <clears throat> from from the beginning, where um, when he's big, he's Tom Hanks, and he takes the kid to a fuck motel in uh-huh. New York City. Yeah, and the guy like doesn't even look at him twice, and it's like, ooh, yeah, yeah. nope. Nowadays, yeah, an good. adult wandering around New York yeah. City with a kid at did, night in seedy motels. Did Brian Singer direct Big? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, Penny Marshall directs.
0: Okay. Oh, all right. Very good. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, so great trailers dropped yeah. over Comic Con. Shazam yeah. being one of them that was Shazam. just phenomenal. Everything I want out of Shazam. I
1: was not feeling very good about Shazam until mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. Yep. And I thought, I thought Zachary Levi, he doesn't seem right. Yeah. He's a real jokey guy. And then I realized, oh, this is a straight up comedy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's big. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's freaking beautiful. I'm all uh-huh. in now. Aquaman dropped it looks like a lot of cool set pieces I you know that's a wait and see one yeah um, I think he's gonna
1: live or die on Momoa's performance true it
0: really will yeah you'll have to love him but yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be one of those spectacle look at things uh and then they dropped what what is Titans. it and it's just the worst trailer it all every bad choice from Suicide Squad boiled down into 90 seconds with more of a Sin City aesthetic uh yeah, and the and the, the keynote was Robin leaving and, and saying fuck Batman yeah. and then like shooting three guns and um just that uh, it looks like nineties edge, just twenty it's, years too late. It's very dark. But but not earned dark. Uh, there's you know, dark like, that's great. There's like dark lit
1: poorly dark. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it, no, yeah, it has like almost Sin City. It's like they forgot to turn the lights on or something. But right. um but yeah, and then there's just like that that edge junk that's not like I, I love a dark. Thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm a dark person, but boy, that, that looks bad.
1: But you got to do it. You know, I feel like everyone is still trying to recreate the Dark Knight. Sure. And it's just... You you can't.
0: Right. <laughs> but just just find, like, the honest emotional thread. And DC seems to miss this more often. They seem to go for, what if we did the Titans, but it was dark? And it's like, okay, well, let's do that then. You know, like a the the marvel shows on netflix do a good job of a very painful dark punisher and right. da- daredevil um right or you know and it's just every choice it, it it's
1: more earned and the
0: justice
1: yeah boy it looked bad It did you know I'm, i i wish that they could have gotten a little further and, and come out with the swamp thing that james wan is doing he's doing a swamp thing oh, tv cool. series for oh, their okay. for the dcs oh. all access whatever okay i'm much more on board with that uh, I, that deserves to be dark because it's a it's basically a horror at that point yeah you know, be, James Wan is a great horror director uh, right. and, and Swamp Thing should be a, kind of a scary dude I mean he's very scary he's he had
0: he's, his own motivations not yeah.
1: always human aligned that could be cool could right be he's careful. got some real spooky villains Anton Arcane and, yeah. and, and those kinds of people can do you know a little bit more supernatural spooky stuff some body horror uh, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see in it I think that uh, that show if they if they let James Wan do what he wants, could be really successful. Yeah.
0: Well, what I think I'm most excited for the DC service is uh, we'll see how many comics they put on there. That'll yeah. be whether I spend another nine bucks on another thing.
1: You know, the thing I like about what they're doing with comics is that you can read it on like your Roku on TV.
0: Yeah. So awesome.
1: it's like, oh, well now I can be sitting in bed and reading comics on TV.
0: Yeah. That's I good.
1: may be a little more on board for that. Yeah. I, I could do that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. So there you go. So uh, yeah, somehow into Comic Con preview territory, Uh, and then for for me this week, I I discovered Azul, and not much to say other than it's as good as everyone says. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's just perfect. It's a mean little abstracty cute game. Um, I'm terrible at it. My boys kicked my butt three times. Um, But we're still very emergent in our strategies and figuring things out. But, you know, you got got a great drafting tile thing and you're kind of just very simple tableau building, uh, but you're trying to kind of hope your buddies don't notice what you're angling for Mm. uh, because they can really just put it to you and and do some stuff. So uh, a real fun game in that you can really control when to end it. Um, You could play a real sprinty strategy or or not. Mm. So just... It, uh, it does everything right it was very good uh, we played in the middle and we going oh as we're learning the strategy you know it's one of those games where you look in the middle and you go oh man next time I'm going to do this and that's always what, what I hope to achieve in someone is to look for that light to click in their head of saying next time I'm doing this sure. uh, and that's when you know you've got a hit and sure. so Azul's a hit and then the Azul Sins of Sagrada whenever that comes out I'll be picking that up too oh yeah whatever
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what
0: I, here's the only thing they shouldn't have done with that and there, so there's a, you know there's a very other good stained glass my good friend Daryl Andrews did Sagrada uh, So so is, is doing a stained glass game now and some people are calling upon the fact that that is true and I take no issue with the same theme I do take issue that the subtitle is like stained glass of Sisio or something to where you could create name and confusion yeah. and that's the problem remove those S's and you're fine. Yeah. But that they, but that Sagrada is a city, which, and then they used a city beginning with an S. That was the problem. It's going to cause name confusion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not a great choice. But I will play the game, and, and there's room in, in the space for everything. And Sagrada is on its eighth or ninth printing. It's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, it's a great game. Right. But uh, just, just, just in naming convention, I don't, I don't feel you should name stuff so close like that. Yeah. But,
1: hey, there you go. It's a, a, a heck of a game. You Just reminding me when you are talking about the strategy. There's a different strategy game that we originally formed our company around that we had wanted. Oh, God. We should really get to work on that. We should maybe do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we made it. We, we, I don't know if we should uh, uh, give too much away on it because I feel like there's one big... Surprise! Yeah, yeah. Um, but but we, we gotta get
0: we gotta get going. We
1: got a game that we initially it was exactly a year ago. Yeah, we went at we went. Gen Con. We would found a game mm-hmm. that exists that was created by a famous author. Sure, of uh, the past who's dead <laughs> um, made a game. William Shakespeare's checkers. There it is. Uh, made a game. Um, never published it, mm-hmm. and then tried tried to publish it, mm-hmm. failed, um, and then died. And uh, we basically he's he's got no rights or anything on the game at this right. point. Yeah. So we wanted to publish his game and kind of modernize it. Right. Yeah, did some things. Um, and we were that's what, where we actually started this yeah. whole company from was we wanted to publish this game and we played that game. That's a high strategy. Yeah, yeah. High yeah. strategy Abstracts, abstract war game. Yeah. And we played the shit out of it, figuring yeah. out all of these cool strategies. Yeah, it's a very cool game. We should start playing. We it should
0: again. play again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> By the time you hear from us next, we'll have played that game again, and maybe we'll maybe we'll announce it
1: maybe we should we yeah, really we should do that should. game
0: because okay. that right. was the
1: reason why we started this yes. business <laughs> there you go uh, I, forgo- I
0: forgot I forgot alright well there's your teaser for next week for the three listeners hi mom uh, or whatever our anchor stats are up to these days um, we get, I
1: think we get about well no I don't want I want to say it, I don't want to yeah. say because I don't want to
0: spoil the mystery it's, it's quite a bit higher than three boom that's right quite thanks for turning into our opinions yeah Cool. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well
1: don't shop at mattress. Bar. Back
0: Amanda Palmer on Patreon. All right, that's it. That's it.